Value and growth refer to two categories of stocks and the investing styles built on their differences. Often growth and value stocks and investing styles are pitted against each other as an either or option, but portfolios have room for both. And finding the right blend of value stocks and growth stocks can lead to increased diversification. Welcome back to another episode of Living Fire. If you never want to miss an upload, make sure to subscribe to the channel. Growth versus value, what's the difference? The main difference between growth and value stocks is that value stocks are companies investors think are undervalued by the market, and growth stocks are companies that investors think will deliver better than average returns. There are also growth mutual funds and value mutual funds, which hold growth and value stocks respectively. Value investing defined. Value investors are on the hunt for hidden gems in the market, stocks with low prices, but promising prospects. The reasons these stocks may be undervalued can vary widely including a short-term event like a public relations crisis or a long-term phenomenon like depressed conditions within the industry. Such investors buy stocks they believe are underpriced, either within a specific industry or the market more broadly, betting the price will rebound once others catch on. Generally speaking, these stocks have low price-to-earnings ratios, a metric for valuing a company, and high dividend yields, the ratio a company pays in dividends relative to its share price, the risk, the price may not appreciate as expected. Growth investing defined. Growth investors often chase the market's high flyers. You've likely seen the disclaimer from financial companies that past performance isn't indicative of future results. Well, this investing style is seemingly at odds with that idea. It's essentially doubling down. Investors bet a stock that's already demonstrated better than average growth, be it earnings, revenue, or some other metric, will continue to do so, making it attractive for investment. These companies typically are leaders in their respective industries. Their stocks have above average price to earnings ratios and may pay low or no dividends. But by buying at an already high price, the risk is that something unforeseen could cause the stock's price to fall. How growth and value investing overlap. Each school has devoted followers, but there's a lot of overlap. Depending on the criteria used for selection, you'll see stocks that are included in both value and growth mutual funds. What gives? In part, it's much ado about a distinction that's not set in stone. For example, a stock can evolve over its lifetime from value to growth, or vice versa. It's also worth noting that investors in the value versus growth debate have the same goal, buy low and sell high. They're just going about it in different ways. Value investors look for companies that have already earned their stripes and have a stock price that's lower than it should be and may rise again to reflect that. Growth investors look for companies with future potential and expect the stock price to increase, even if it's already relatively high, as the companies reach or exceed that potential. Same desired destination, different ways of getting there. Investing in growth and value stocks. The stock market goes through cycles of varying length that favor either growth or value strategies. The stocks in the Russell 1000 Growth Index outperformed those in the Russell 1000 Value Index during the 2009 to 2020 bull market, but that's not always the case on a year-by-year -year basis. What's an investor to do? Well, one option is to invest in both strategies equally. Together, they add diversity to the equity side of a portfolio, offering potential for returns when either style is in favor. Because the market goes in value growth cycles, think about your investing strategy and consider rebalancing periodically so your portfolio stays in your preferred allocation. Popular types of growth investments. A few main categories of assets have historically shown the greatest growth potential. All of them involve equity in some form, and they usually come with a higher level of risk. Types of growth investments include the following. 
small cap stocks. The size of a company is based on its market capitalization or net worth. There is no exact universal definition of what is considered to be a small cap compared to micro, mid, or large cap, but most analysts classify any company with a capitalization of between $300 million and $2 billion as a small cap firm. Companies in this category are usually still in their initial phase of growth, and their stocks have the potential for substantial appreciation and price. Small cap stocks have historically posted higher returns than their blue chip cousins, but they are also considerably more volatile and carry a higher degree of risk. Small cap stocks have also often outperformed large cap stocks during periods of recovery from recessions. Technology and healthcare stocks. Companies that develop new technologies or offer innovations in healthcare can be excellent choices for investors who are looking for a home run play in their portfolios. The stocks of companies that develop popular or revolutionary products can rise exponentially in price in a relatively short period of time. For example, the price of Pfizer was just under $5 a share in 1994 before Viagra was released. This blockbuster drug took the company's stock and got it up over $30 a share over the next five years, thanks to FDA approval of the drug in 1998. On occasion, a gross stock can go on a wild ride. Streaming company, streaming media company Roku surged in the months after its initial public offering, IPO, in the fall of 2017, only to retreat towards the closing price from its first day of trading just a few short months later. Speculative Investments Thrill seekers and speculators look to high-risk growth instruments such as penny stocks, futures and options contracts, foreign currency, and speculative real estate such as undeveloped land. There are also oil and gas drilling partnerships and private equity for aggressive investors in high-income brackets. Those who pick the right choices in this arena can see a return on capital of many times their initial investment, but they can also often lose every cent of their principal. Value investing requires diligence and patience. Estimating the true intrinsic value of a stock involves some financial analysis, but also involves a fair amount of subjectivity, meaning at times it can be more of an art than a science. Two different investors can analyze the exact same valuation data on a company and arrive at different decisions. Some investors who look only at existing financials don't put much faith in estimating future growth. Other value investors focus primarily on a company's future growth potential and estimated cash flows, and some do both. Noted value investment gurus Warren Buffett and Peter Lynch, who ran Fidelity Investments Magellan Fund for several years, are both known for analyzing financial statements and looking at valuation multiples in order to identify cases where the market has mispriced stocks. And despite different approaches, the underlying logic of value investing is to purchase assets for less than they are currently worth, hold them for the long term, and profit when they return to the intrinsic value or above. It doesn't provide instant gratification. You can't expect to buy a stock for $50 on Tuesday and sell it for $100 on Thursday. Instead, you may have to wait years for your stock investments to pay off, and you will occasionally lose money. The good news is that, for most investors, long-term capital gains are taxed at a lower rate than short-term investment gains. Like all investment strategies, you must have the patience and diligence to stick with your investment philosophy. Some stocks you might want to buy because the fundamentals are sound, but you'll have to wait if it's overpriced. You'll want to buy the stock that is most attractively priced at that moment. And if no stocks meet your criteria, you'll have to sit and wait and let your cash sit idle until an opportunity arises. Common Misconceptions In addition to the myth that investors must be growth or value purists, it's also important to realize these styles often whittled down to industry. 
Many growth stocks tend to be in tech or IT. Value stocks are frequently in the financial sector. This breakdown makes sense. The country's major financial institutions are far more established than the relatively new leaders in information technology. Finally, understand that effective diversification matters more. Some investors who piece together a portfolio by stock pricing might stumble upon growth and value unintentionally. Bought stock in a large 100-year-old company during a market dip? That may have been a value investing move. Jumped on a pricey hot stock that's been soaring in recent years? You just became a growth investor. But either way, you're buying into the stock market, betting you'll be able to sell those shares at a higher price at a later date. And with that, we've reached the end of this episode, all about the differences between growth and value investing. What type of investing do you do? Get involved and let us know in the comments section down below. And if you enjoyed this one and found it helpful, remember to leave a like on the video and to subscribe to Living Fire for even more amazing videos just like this one. Thank you for watching and we'll see you in the next one.